This podcast of local Brattleboro history is brought to you by Brattleboro Savings and Loan, the Bank of Brattleboro. Hey there, podcast listeners. Uh, my name is Reg Martell. I am a producer here with the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. And here's an addendum I thought I would never be adding to this podcast, but I feel like what you're about to hear uh, necessitates a bit of preparation. And that bit of preparation goes like this. Diphtheria is an infection caused by the bacterium... Nope, I'm not going to pronounce that. Diphtheria causes a thick covering in the back of the throat it can lead to difficulty breathing heart failure paralysis and even death vaccines are recommended for infants children teens and adults to prevent diphtheria this information comes courtesy of the united states center for disease control and now here we go last week in brattleboro history we told the story of the origins of oak grove school While we were researching the old newspapers about the beginnings of the school, we found another story about Oak Grove and the Fort Dummer section of town which caught our interest. The headline from 95 years ago stated, Oak Grove School and Fort Dummer Mill are quarantined. More than 150 people have been exposed to diphtheria in the Fort Dummer neighborhood and a four-month-old infant had died. Diphtheria is an infection that can be fatal in young people and is highly contagious. In 1922, vaccines were not readily available for diphtheria, so Brattleboro isolated the Fort Dummer section of town until it was determined that there was not a major outbreak of the illness. The year before that was high point for diphtheria deaths in the U.S. with over 15,000 people dying of the infection. The vaccine for diphtheria was developed a year after the Fort Dummer quarantine. In 1922, four-month-old Ernest Laflamme died on Friday, September 30th. The attending doctor took a throat culture from the infant and sent it to the state lab in Burlington. Meanwhile, preparations for the funeral were begun and over 150 family members and friends visited the Flam residence on Fort Dummer Avenue. On Sunday, the results of the throat culture came back positive for diphtheria and the local health officer officially quarantined the entire neighborhood. 175 Fort Dummer residents gave throat cultures to the local health officer and he sent them to the state lab in Burlington for analysis to see how many diphtheria carriers there may be in the neighborhood. A police officer was assigned to patrol the Fort Dummer district and was told to make sure that no one traveled in or out of the area until the neighborhood was cleared by the local health department. Arrangements were made with stores in the area to deliver groceries to the affected residents. The cotton mill and Oak Grove School were shut down until the throat culture results were reported. The results came back Tuesday evening and three more diphtheria cases were identified. The Laflamme's daughter, a next door neighbor's child, and an adult male. These three individuals continued under quarantine, but on Wednesday morning, the Oak Grove School and the cotton mill were allowed to reopen. A quick overview of newspapers from 100 years or so ago finds that schools and communities dealt with all kind of illnesses that are no longer concerns for most of us. On the day that Oak Grove School reopened from the diphtheria quarantine, the newspaper reported that Wes Emerson closed school for a week because of scarlet fever outbreak. Smallpox, the flu, measles, and typhoid fever were also reasons to shut down 
shutdown schools and sections of town in those days. Childhood vaccinations have taken care of many of these problems, but the challenges of various health issues in schools continue. According to school nurse Linda Ridner, asthma and diabetes are two growing concerns in many schools today. Immunizations have taken care of many childhood illnesses, but some families opt out of the typical childhood vaccinations. Schools keep a list of those who are not immunized and contact families of non-immunized students when there is a case of measles or some other illness that has an immunization available. We'd like to thank Jason, Ben, and Isaac for researching, and Ada, Nicole, and Gracie for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.